0: When I'm off, you know, my, myself or when one of my, like, key relationships is off, like with uh, maybe one of my kids or, or my wife, you know, I, I am just way less powerful when it comes to, to business.
1: You're listening to The Faster Freedom Show, hosted by us, Sam Prim and Lucas Walls, investors, entrepreneurs and best friends.
0: Two millennial Midwesterners who started a real estate side hustle and now own $40 million in rentals without using any of our own money.
1: Now we're two average guys teaching other people how to use real estate investing to create financial freedom and generational wealth.
0: If you're ready to learn how to take control of your future using real estate investments the simple way and have fun while doing it, you're in the right place. Let's start today's show.
1: Hello and welcome to the Faster Freedom Show. My name is Sam. And I'm Lucas. And Lucas, did you know that you have no outline and you really have no idea what this episode's about?
0: Um, I did know that. You just... Told me the outline. I gave you like a 30
1: second outline from my phone. Well, I'm ready to go. You ready to rock it? It's going to be a good one. We're going to talk about the psychology of real estate investing. So, a little bit different than we usually talk. We're usually a little bit more tactical, actionable, like precise type. Sustainable. No. Systematical. Maybe. Um, But we're usually a little more like, go do this. Yeah, This is a little more inward thinking, Lucas. I think it's going to be a great episode. Okay. We're going to have fun with it, and we're just going to talk about the psychology behind real estate investing and how that kind of plays. Get a little woo-woo if that's okay with you.
0: Sounds good to me, my and did, friend. Did
1: you know this episode is brought to you by two people?
0: I did not. Man, there's a lot of surprises on this one. <laughs> The
1: first one is a new one.
0: Oh, well, let's go with that one first. I know the second one.
1: Samchat.io. Okay. Our brand new free AI tool that is like Chat GPT but real estate focused has taken all my videos and augmented them and it spits out answers to any real estate question, how I would spit them out. Because guess what, Walls? Every question has been asked and every question has been answered. So you don't have to now sit and watch a ton of YouTube videos or YouTube video that's not about what you want. You ask the question at samchat.io. Yep. Get it, Sam stands for Simply Ask Me. And that's my name. That's a double entendre, right?
0: I think it's just a... Yeah, I guess it would be.
1: What's an entendre?
0: Is when uh, like a word or a phrase means st- two stands things. for something. And when it's a double entendre, it means it like means two things. So it does. It is a double entendre. It then. means your name, I guess. It and means simply ask me. It's, a, and it's, it's an, ab- an acronym. Yes. So it's. That would not necessarily. All right. I don't think that's a double entendre. We'll
1: have to look that one up. I say it is. Um, so it's it's awesome. So it, it spits out an answer that I have already answered, and then it also links the YouTube videos to that so you can watch it further very cool we're the first ones to kind of launch it in the space um wasn't super hard to launch or anything just throw everything into um the back end of OpenAI and um tweak some things and we, we put some time work into we have a company that did it for us but um Anyway, pretty cool. Yeah. uh, All you have to do is give us your email, and you get it for free.
0: For sure. And the next episode is going to be kind of digging into that and uh, other things related to artificial intelligence and technology and how it is affecting real estate and all all that stuff, right? For sure. Next episode.
1: Yep. So same chat. So do that. Speaking of episodes, while we got you here, we just finished a six-part series on our journey. So go back and watch that series. It's our first episodic content. Lucas likes it. Sounds like... um, Something that would be like in a horror film, episodic. doesn't sound like...
0: It reminds me of like Star Wars.
1: Okay, yeah. I was going to yeah. go more like horror, like
0: yeah, like, like a, psychotic. Like a trilogy, but six parts. What's that
1: uh, called? Sex part. sextuplet,
0: Sextuplet.
1: sextuplet for it. <laughs> We're just making up words. So it's a really good series. Luke and I gave a presentation at Buyer's Club, our local meetup. Um, got some... Good reviews, people liked it, so it's basically our journey in six separate parts, and you definitely a thousand percent will relate to at least one, if not multiple of the parts, and you'll get something out of every episode. So go back and watch that episode, share it with a friend. Um, we're getting ready to get into the content, but the other sponsor of this podcast is Celsius, obviously. <laughs> I, I wish we spend a lot of money on Celsius. Yeah, like, King, we go Cal through Cal like a case. In, of, yeah,
0: pardon in like another case or two. Yeah, like, we just go went to
1: Costco. We go we go through like three cases of Celsius a week because. My team down here, and then all the, all the building uses it, but the, all my guys that work faster for him, they drink one or two a day.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a podcast. We got to get jacked up for you guys, right? <laughs> we do.
1: So we drink Celsius, but at Prime Corporate Services <laughs> okay. is the actual one. If you want to get your LLC set up for free, go to PrimeCorporateServices.com, uh, or not, just go to the link um, in the show notes. I don't think uh, you won't get it free if you go to the website, but if you use our link, you'll get a free LLC set up. We'll just leave it at that. All right. So, Lucas, real estate um, and life as I'm getting older and more mature and a little more gray. <laughs> look at this. A little more gray.
0: Yeah, not I, as much I've, as you. I've definitely had that on the beard for a while.
1: You're about, I'd say, f- 35% salt.
0: That's like, I wish it just stayed there, but I feel like I keep yeah, getting like a percentage every six it months.
1: Eventually it won't. Yeah, but now it's fine. I'm, what am I, like 20%?
0: I would say way less than that. Yeah,
1: I, I can't see my face, so I don't know.
0: You don't look in the mirror? Not very often, no. Uh, you can tell.
1: Yeah, I know. I used to, like, like, I have boogers all the time. Corners like, you have a booger in your nose. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. She's like, you need to look in the mirror more.
0: I, I don't either. I always wash my hands and go real fast, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't stare at the mirror
1: much. And sometimes in the morning, like, the mirror's a little foggy, so I'll just do my hair, put it over, think it's good, and then, anyways. So, yes. Um, where was I talking about?
0: Um we were talking about salt and pepper. Oh, as you get more mature. Yes. Okay. So
1: okay. <laughs> um, realize the, the, and you're a little bit more into this than I am. I am a little bit, but the mindfulness, the mindset, the psychology, kind of the inner workings of your, your um, mindset and your soul and all those little bit deeper um, thoughts and processes. And that's kind of where we talk about a little bit. So once you talk a little bit about, I mean, that's no, that is newer for you. I mean, it's not like you've been thinking that way for ten years. Probably last what three or four.
0: Yeah, and it, and it's never, it's never like done. This is this is all a journey, right? So, to me, how, I, how I've been looking at it, life's I, a journey. I, dig it, right? So when I'm off, you know, my myself, or when one of my like key relationships is off, like with uh, maybe one of my kids or, or my wife, you know. I, I am just way less powerful when it comes to, to business. So always always try to start with that foundation. Make sure uh, m- myself is right. Make sure I'm good. Make sure I'm getting enough exercise, enough water, all that stuff, um, enough time outside. And if that's right, that's the foundation. Then I can build on that. But if, if you start with with business and then try to go backwards, everything can crumble from under you because that foundation isn't strong. So uh, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. A little bit, yeah. And, and um, yeah just uh getting yourself healthy enough both emotionally and mentally so you're able to push through these challenges that are going to come up and what you do with those challenges is going to set you apart from people that quit and fail in real estate to the people that never give up and build multiple multiple million dollar companies it's
1: going to define you right (laughs) i was agreeing with you it's going to define what you are so how you handle these objections please yep (laughs) lucas goes into a two-minute very heartfelt articulate spiel i'm like it's gonna define you yeah that's how i roll to triple um all right so what we're gonna do is just kind of bring up some topics and i think as you were talking lucas i was listening to most of it um the uh the this is just on the mental side of real estate, in my opinion. The mental side of growing punk companies, the mental side of real estate, all the mental hurdles and all the mental obstacles that you will face yeah. as you start to invest in real estate, as you try to find your first deal, and just even deeper than that. Like The first two we're going to talk about, and you can finish that thought, is we're going to talk about fear and greed and how fear mm-hmm. and greed play a part in your real estate investing journey.
0: It all starts with uh, you know mental health and mental toughness and all that stuff because um, your, your thoughts can Dictate how you feel, and that's the feeling side of it. But it all starts with those thoughts. And when, uh, when you you get an appraisal back that's twenty grand below what you thought it would be, you know, you feel that in your gut, right? Mm-hmm. And it, in you, your rib, you can tell yourself, "Hey, this is it." I'm going to, you know, and you might, you might think that at first, right? That's okay to think that for the
1: first I would second,
0: never. yeah, Hey, this is it, whatever. But, uh, and then change that thought process to, I can get through this. What am I going to do? And then you'll feel yourself starting to become stronger and feel better and put yourself in a position to overcome that challenge.
1: I love it. Let's, so we're talk about fear and greed before we do, are those OCs or ONs? What are those? Are those on clouds or those ONs? Ons or on cloud? On cloud. I and thought it, it was OCs, but I think that stands for ON, right?
0: On, That's On? a good point. I I don't know. It looks like a Q. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I don't get it. It looks like it. a Q. N.
1: So those are. So you got those shoes. You have a little bit different variety of shoes. I I like get one thing in my life. I just go with it. If you haven't noticed, you've known me for a long time. Like kind of Jordans now. All I wear is Jordans. Like all I wear is this built stuff. Like I don't like change. I have well, a I, I did, have a granola bar and a banana for breakfast every day. I don't change anything. A good
0: breakfast. I uh, I have two pairs of these. And, and then the, you got Jordans, and you just and got and a more mixture. These are mixture. more, I would say, like my more active shoes you're active like my workout shoes are are on clouds as well but then uh um my jordans are more like just just straight style just just straight fresh
1: with it all right so fear so fear is uh fear and greed definitely drive a lot of things in life usually not always but greed is usually a little more monetary i think um so we're going to talk about how fear plays a part and then we'll get into greed because i think they're separate but linked so fear yeah so I think fear can be a, a tool for you and it can be a detriment to you. And this is something that I actually realized when somebody asked a question at Buyers Club, it kind of was a little more clear to me, like, how, how did you decide to quit your job? So let's talk about the positivity of fear. First off, Lucas, fear like it's normal, like the fear of failure, the fear of not uh, succeeding, like everybody has that, even successful people, especially successful people, So avoiding fear is not going to help you. It's just going to, you're going to avoid success. So fear is something to be embraced. It's okay. But the fear on the, I guess, a little more positive side on the surface is FOMO, fear of missing out. That's what it says here on the notes um, that I have on my phone. When you quit your job and I had to quit my job yet and I was deciding to quit or not, that was the fear of missing out on the opportunities that were going to be coming up, which was the ultimate decider for me to quit. If I didn't have fear of missing out, I may not have quit, at least at that time. So there's that side of it you can break down. And then there's also just the the, the fear in general of failure that paralyzes people from ever taking action or, or taking a risk. Yeah. That was articulated well. I'm going to take a break for a minute. You, you take a you break. You take it,
0: brah. Yeah, I'll jump jump on the fear train, the fear bandwagon, like, like most people on social media are ooh, fear
1: whores is what we call them. Fear whores. You know who they are. I'm not going to name them. Yeah. We don't have to name Kevin. Kevin. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Anyway. Um, yeah. Like Sam said, fear is normal. Um, fear. I'll I'll, I'll even go a little deeper fear, worry, and doubt all all that's normal.
1: Um, I go one deeper and then let you go. It's also necessary in my opinion.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think that's a great segue where I was going with this is, um, you got choices in life. You, 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 you have something that you're fearful of, which, which is normal. And your mind is trying to tell you something, right? Uh, and in most cases it could be to, to save your life. If you're, you know, you're walking on the edge of a thousand foot building, like you're, you're fearful because your body's telling you that your mind's telling you that, Hey, this is not safe for your body. And you probably should listen to it in that case. But there's other type of fear that, that you can feel and, um, you you got a decision to either go away from it or or dive into it. And you got to figure out and realize the difference between the two, because you're never going to grow if you're sitting around feeling comfortable and always steering away from the fear. So uh, growth comes from diving into the uncomfortableness or or the fear and and pushing through that or figuring out a way to go around that so you're able to, to to create new challenges and new new opportunities for yourself.
1: How am I gonna grow if you won't let me blow? What's that from? I
0: don't know. What is that from?
1: Rachel Green. Remember she read that like what was your date Ross? She read that like woman empowerment book. And oh, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, uh, you can blow yeah. if you want. He's like, I, <laughs> I don't remember that. That's pretty funny. But I
0: remember the woman empowerment book. That's yeah, fun. That's funny.
1: Um all right. So yeah, so you laid it out there pretty good. So um, like fear is good. It's normal. It keeps you safe, but sometimes it also holds you back. So you yes. just have to, like anything else in life, it's usually not black and white. There's usually grays and colors and nuances. So you just have to be able to train yourself or learn to pick which fear to embrace and which fear to listen to.
0: Yeah. And you can get gobbled up in fear, worry, and doubt, um, but, but try to understand the difference of what you can control and what you can't control. Um, a lot of stuff that we're fearful of we can we have control over um, but when we start getting fearful or worry about stuff that we have zero control over the outcome that's when we start getting into a dark place and going down a rabbit hole and uh, uh, really struggling i think
1: yeah you can't control um, you can't control the real everything. estate market we can't control anything yeah I, th- I think um, a good example and like we're i'm trying to get stories and other examples and in, mixed into this so this is along the same lines but like when something goes wrong and the fear, like I heard everybody's American's golden child these days, which I like him too, Hormozy. He's like, every time like something happens, that's bad. There's two things he, he does. He's cause he says, if that thing happens a thousand more times, is like my world going to end. And it's like, I just visually back out so far that like you can't even see the earth. And you're like in the Milky way, like who, like it's not that's a big a deal. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. just interesting um, concepts on it. All right. Sure. So let's, let's get into greed a little bit. Cause greed's, Similar and different. I, I don't know why this uh, AI software that I used to write this outline decided to put fear and greed together, but yeah. they did. Um, so, it kind of, it's saying how greed can lead to overconfidence and excessive risk taking. So, you know, ha- ha- health fear is healthy. Having a little bit of fear is healthy. I don't know that there's much health in greed. I don't want to, but maybe. But having, I think, a certain level of fear is healthy. Yeah. Um, and, but it, if you don't have it, it can lead to greed. And greed, I don't really know much positives from that. Right.
0: And I, and I think there's a difference between, you know, wanting to continue to grow and better yourself and better your business than the, the, and greed. I think there's a difference there. Um, greed is unhealthy, um, continuous improvement, which is one of our core values is, is, is not if if you go about it the right way. Um, greed to me is a, is very selfish Mm -hmm. way to look at things. Um, always wanting more for yourself and, and, uh, and, uh, And doing whatever it takes to to get that for yourself.
1: Yeah. And I think wanting more for yourself is key because we want more. But part of the reason I want more is to help more people. Mm -hmm. That is a big part of it. Part of I want more is to donate more money to Greater Giving, our nonprofit, um, greater giving.org. Go donate. Um, Or, uh, you know, just paying for a family that can't afford IVF. Like, I want to do those things, I want more for myself uh part of it but also i want more to help more people that's a huge fat reason why i want more so i think the end goal of your greed is makes it good or bad i guess yeah, what's that
0: one uh, saying uh saying a pigs get fat and hogs get slaughtered
1: yep i don't get it
0: i don't get it either but uh, well,
1: a pig is it not a hog i don't know
0: pigs i think are... it has to do with greed <laughs> okay perfect <laughs> if, i if, love if it if you get too greedy um, things can collapse and collapse quick. And
1: Theo Vaughn I, over there is what you're vibing with. Oh,
0: I vibe with Theo. I love that too. <laughs> I know he's probably like the most liked person. <laughs> yeah, like person. No,
1: <laughs> everybody likes him. He like, he like doesn't offend anybody. All like sexes, oh, races, every- everybody. That's a thing. Well, yeah, yeah, but he just, but he's like, oh, he's like, I, I love some of the stuff he says, but he's like, um, like, we were so poor growing up. He's like, it didn't matter, black, white. We were just all as poor as it could be. And he's like, uh, we were so poor, like, we will, w- wore two wife beaters when it was wintertime. <laughs>
0: he's great, man. That's good. But um, I think as as you continue to grow, um, always checking in with yourself and making sure you're, you're not being greedy and not stepping on the backs of other people to get to your end goal um it, it should always be a win-win situation with whoever you're working with or whatever you're doing it's um um so yeah so i think it's important to kind of check in with yourself and make sure you're not being too greedy sometimes and i think uh you know uh, warren warren buffett has a, a great saying um be fearful when other are greedy others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful so that reminds me a little bit of kind of when the pandemic hit Mm -hmm. remember that and uh you know everybody was scared i was scared Mm -hmm. hell yeah um but it it took us like i would say a month a few weeks to to realize there could be an opportunity here Mm -hmm. and while everybody was was dumping all their real estate and not buying we were able to get in and and buy as much as we can because we were like all right we believe in this long term just because people are afraid now maybe that's saying something about where the opportunity is so we dove in bought as much real estate as we can in 2022 2020 and now come 2023 we're we're very handsomely rewarded because of that
1: yeah and i think it's one of those um things that is happening right now i talked to about this the other day People are scared right now of interest rates, of supply. They think the market's going to crash. It's always going to be
0: something. I I'm know, but
1: of. so yeah, and like now's the time to invest. I get that the market, the market's actually dipped. I just looked at the um, median house value chart around the like Country. the, and it is dipped yeah. huge oh, yeah. in the past six months, um, past two quarters or whatever. What is that? Yeah, six months. Um, in our area, it hasn't. Some areas have been hit harder, but like now is the time to invest, yeah. and everybody's scared, and not as many people are doing it. And like if you're all investing, like everybody did from like basically after everyone realized COVID was, you know, not a little deal, but we were going to get through it from like end of 2020 to end of 2021, everybody invested. Like you can't really get a competitive advantage if we're all doing the same thing, but if you're doing, if you're going against what other people are doing, you're one of the few people doing it. That's where you get your advantage. So you just kind of have to lean into that.
0: Yeah. And it's not just, hey, everybody's doing this, so I'm going to do the exact opposite. But no, yeah. take a look at the situation and f- try to figure out where the opportunity could lie.
1: Yes. Usually opportunities lie. I'm going to think, make up one right now. Opportunities lie where other people aren't looking.
0: Opportunities lie.
1: Where other people aren't looking. Sleeping. Opportunities like lie down. Yeah. Or like lie like lie. Yeah, double on That could be triple. Ooh. No, is there only two? Like Lyme disease? <laughs> okay. All right, okay. So the next one we're going to get into a little bit here quickly is the herd mentality in honor mm-hmm. of my boy Colin Cowherd. Um, which is like it's super demeaning that he calls his show the herd. Like everybody is like a herd. Like he's like herding everybody around. They're all sheep. It's kind of funny. Um, But uh, anyway, so the herd mentality, I don't want to get into this one too much. So we're going to talk about confirmation bias next and not letting emotions get into your decision-making process um, to round this episode out. But the herd mentality just generally is everybody following a crowd, not really having, thinking for themselves and just following what other people are doing. And this is what leads to bad things like Mm -hmm. bubbles and and things bursting when everybody just blindly follows the other person um, that's something we definitely don't promote so I guess that's just the mentality the mental side of that if you want to break that down a little bit if you got much more to add to that
0: yeah kind of a little bit of what we were just talking about there I guess with uh with with when everybody else is being super greedy that's true um which we've we've kind of saw like uh, relating it to real estate I would say over the past nine months I would call it you know it's been a been a challenging market trying to navigate um the the peak of what i would call it and then kind of this little downslope we've been in um but right before that happened you could talk to anyone and they were like oh yeah the real estate market the real estate market and uh, i want to flip a house and i want to i want to add rentals and all this and that's the type of stuff that gets me a little weary of what the heck is going on mm-hmm. uh, when, when everybody and their brother is looking to try to get uh uh some real estate and figure out a way how to do it then that's when we're like all right let's let's put on the brakes and see what the heck is happening here and and it did Mm -hmm. and we did slow down a lot at the end of last year um both from the market and from um from a strategic standpoint as well so um i think that can go uh geez that can be applied to anything right so um just got to learn to think for yourself and come up with your own conclusions because nobody knows what's going on or what's going to happen. Um, so um, you just gotta formulate your own opinions by by people who you trust and, uh, and, and go all in and trust yourself.
1: For sure. And that kind of moves a little bit in the next one. These are all kind of linked. And the other – two little topics we want to get into, this one and then one more, but um, confirmation okay. bias, and we talked about that a little bit before this episode in your 30-second preview. And confirmation bias, in my uh, opinion, is probably not the exact answer, but it's just you're looking for confirmation of your of your own thoughts. You're not looking for um, the right answer. Yeah. So it's – speaking of my boy Cowherd, get me on your show. Kidding. He's got, like, the biggest show in the country. But anyways, um, he always says people try – to get it right and not be right yeah there's so i think that kind of plays into a little bit here like people are trying to get it right and not be right you you should try to be right so the confirmation bias you're just looking at and you're listening to things out there that agree with what you agree with Mm -hmm. and this is kind of that echo chamber-ish always just you're getting an echo of exactly what you want, and you're pushing out anybody that has alternative opinions. This is yeah. – when you talk about me, Kevin, he blocked me on Instagram because I disagreed with him. That is, like, insane to me. Yeah. Um, and, like, the extreme example of this, which I've looked – is, it's like – this is extreme. But it's true. The extreme example is, like, the, the Nazis. Oh, boy. I, well, I'm just <laughs> saying <laughs> – here we go. <laughs> no, but like anybody that wasn't whatever they wanted, they just shut out. They there was no there was nobody else telling them not to do that. They were only confirming that that's 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 an echo chamber. I looked it up. Several several different websites utilize that as the extreme example of an echo chamber. So it's not just me, but I know that's a little bit dark. But that's the extreme example. But it's really scary that everybody have the same opinion as you and anybody that has a different opinion than you you completely shut them out or block them or ignore them that's really scary yeah. that could lead to a lot of bad things that's not what I don't want to try to sound like a I don't know a I heart mom American flag d bag, but that's not what makes this country great. If everybody always agreed with each other or blocked out people that disagreed, that'd be really scary. I feel like you need Democrats. I feel like you need Republicans. <laughs> what?
0: You were, you were on one with this. This is the not- fucking sees, celsius Nazis and politics. Do you not I think? Moms. Do you not
1: think that you need Democrats and Republicans?
0: I, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the confirmation I, bias.
0: I, yep. You don't agree? No, no I I do agree. I do agree.
1: Okay. Well, you take it then? No, I mean, you're worried about what I'm I'm going to go next.
0: Literally everything with that, that subject. But I, I also think it's, you know, it's, it's natural to feel strongly about a a certain thing. Um, But it can be, I would call it also like, uh, just be careful of like how prideful you are about certain things. Um, And understand that that probably isn't, you know, what you think is Right it's probably not necessarily right a Mm -hmm. lot of ways. Right. So just, just be open to receiving feedback that doesn't necessarily align with, with what you believe. Mm -hmm. Right. Because there's other people that believe something completely opposite and it doesn't make them wrong or you wrong. It's just beliefs at this point. Right. So
1: can I do one more story? Are you, are you a little worried?
0: So was this about like, uh, I don't know what what could this be about politics. It's not bad.
1: Um, it's about politics a little bit. Okay. Um. So I remember one of my our teachers in in high school. I think he taught social studies. I think that was our history or something like that. Yeah. He wore making like flag shirt, and I remember he like he was saying like. It was during the, I think it was the, the Bush election, uh, uh, George W. And he's like, I don't even tell people who I vote for because if I tell them who I, like we have a conversation we're very cordial and then I say who I vote for and they go, Oh, it's yeah. like, that's not, that doesn't define me as a person. Cause I voted left or right. You know what I mean? So yeah. anyways, let's see, so that was, that I, was a little bit, a little more PG than where I was yeah, going before.
0: And, it, and it's healthy to receive feedback. That's. That doesn't necessarily align with you, mm-hmm. and it's what you do with that feedback. I think is what defines you.
1: Ooh, ooh, you bring that <laughs> round circle. All right, so let's talk about how emotions make decisions. Let's get off this episode before I get us canceled. Yeah. All right, so um, emotions and decision making. So you can't really make decisions without having emotion involved, right. in my opinion. Oh yeah. The best thing to do, I I do think in general, some emotions okay, but the best thing to do is try to uh, push out emotion. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but you know what I mean? I don't feel like you can just let emotion run wild with decision-making, especially when it comes to financial things. You have to be a little more disciplined than that. Yes. That's all you got?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's good. I I, I listened to this um, – well, no, I attended this uh, sales training seminar, and uh, the 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 basis of the seminar was, you know, all people make decisions to buy or sell something – Based on emotions, mm-hmm. nothing nothing is from the brain. It all stems from how it makes you feel in one way or another, right? Yep. So, um, yeah, I think "Run Wild" or however you said that is is smart. There's there's weight. There's there's been times where we really want to grow, and if we buy this, it'll make us you know feel like we're growing or, or feel better. But uh, the numbers don't quite work right on mm-hmm. a deal, and then we've maybe tried to fudge the numbers a little bit to make that deal work, and uh, um, we we don't do that much anymore, but I feel like we've have done it in the past, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I do feel like that that's a mistake. You gotta gotta stick to your numbers and be when you're when you're investing in real estate, especially be, you know, make as much of the decisions as you can from from your head.
1: Yeah, and you got you have to you just I might yeah you just have to let. Um, I feel like a lot of people that are successful and make smart business decisions don't let emotion get involved. Yeah. Fear is an emotion. All the fear that's going on right now. If people were able to block that out. I feel like more people would be investing in real estate than they are right now. Yep. All right. Cool. Whew. I don't think we got canceled. I think we're good. I think you're good. All right. Awesome. You were like when I said the the Nazi <laughs> thing. You're like, oh goodness. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Hopefully you enjoyed this. Share this with a friend. Um, subscribe, review, rate. We're stuck at 360 reviews. Somebody give us a review. You don't have to, but
0: It'd be a lot cooler if you did.
1: All right. Lucas is up two now in the throw of the game. He went. You went one for two last time. I went I two went for, for two. Oh, for, I went I was two for four. two. Four. Yeah, you are four now. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. I don't, it's it's hard for both of us. I haven't touched it. it. Ooh, that was, that was a great shot. That was was a great shot. Felt good all the way. I like the, I like the feel of this, but I don't know. We'll
0: see. We'll see. I don't like that little wing. Good shot. Buckets. Buckets. Two good shots. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you got some major value from our conversation. If you love what you learn, make sure you like, rate, review the show, and help us spread the word by telling a friend.
1: If you'd like to learn more about working with me inside one of my programs, we'll have those links in the show notes along with all our social media handles. So you connect with us there for free. If there's a real estate question you'd like us to answer, feel free to send us a message and we'll cover it in an upcoming show.